Hey everybody, it's Randy and I want to welcome you to the Vine to Zero. Uh, Today, before we jump into our podcast, I want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, one of Safety Management Group's core values and that'll kind of give you some insights into why uh, we have uh, our speaker on today, or, or the person that I'm interviewing today, Scott Grimes. So uh, one of our core values here is uh, commitment to our communities in which we work. So what can we do to give back, whether it be through philanthropic or volunteering through uh, trade associations, um, and ensuring that not only uh, are we supporting our clients, but also through our efforts uh, that we're volunteering and taking time to to help improve um uh, the uh, communities in which we work and also uh, contribute back to um, uh, the trades and um, the industries that we're supporting. So uh, my guest today is Scott Grimes, and Scott is the executive director for the Coalition for Construction Safety. Uh, the Coalition for Construction Safety is a nonprofit organization based in Indianapolis, Indiana, and it is dedicated solely to the elimination of construction and facilities maintenance, job site injuries and illnesses. Uh, The ultimate objective of of, uh, the Coalition for Construction Safety is to make sure everybody gets home at the end of the day uh, just as they they arrived at work free from injury. So uh, the the CCS, there's a lot of great um, uh, uh, opportunities to volunteer uh, within that organization. Uh, It is a complete 100% volunteer organization, and... um, uh, all the work and, and efforts uh, of the committees uh, from the safety directors council to the certification program committee to the substance abuse committee uh, all the work that's gone in over uh, the last uh, 20, 20 plus years uh, since this uh, organization's existence uh, is due and attributed to the volunteers uh, around central indiana and the work that they've put in to improve uh, construction safety. So uh, a little bit about Scott. Uh, Scott completed his bachelor's degree at Purdue University, and he's worked in public education, uh, financial management, and for the past 14 years, uh, he served in a capacity of a nonprofit association management. Uh, In his role at the Coalition for Construction Safety, Scott is responsible for leadership and strategic planning, event management, and membership management. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Scott, which he titled, Together We Can Make an Impact. Okay, well, Scott, welcome to The Vine, my friend. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. I'm happy to be here, and uh, I'm sure enjoy the discussion with you today. Okay, so Scott, let's uh, jump into your background. Why don't you give, a, give the audience a, uh, just a snapshot of uh, where you've been and what you're doing. Well, so although I, I serve as executive director of a construction safety organization, I'm, I'm actually not a safety professional or, or construction executive or anything like that by trade. Um, I actually came from the teaching world. I was an elementary edu- uh, school teacher, uh, third grade. And um, I also worked in the insurance world for a little bit, um, auditing and, and releasing high dollar claims. Um, and, you know, I guess what that brings to the table is, you know, I'm, I'm an association management person right now. So I, I run a nonprofit organization. Um, and, and there's, there's a lot that goes along with that. Um, and a lot of skills that I've been able to bring to the table, uh, through that, that background, you know, um, teaching and in, in insurance, you wouldn't think, you know, uh, on the, on, on the level would, appear to have skills bringing uh, to the association management world but but it has and um, I, I had kind of an interesting career path 
uh, into where I am now, where uh, I was working part-time for my predecessor, Gary Price, um, and, and he uh, he's going to come up in this conversation, I'm sure. He, sure. Um, he was part of uh, the start of Mix uh, back in the day. And, you know, at, at some point he offered me a job and I took it. And honestly, at the time, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Uh, but I think faith works in mysterious ways. And, you know, I look back, back on that decision. It was one of the best career decisions I could make uh, for myself and my family. And, um, you know, now I get to wake up every day and be a part of, um, you know, working to make a difference in people's lives sure. and, and, and help them go home safely at the end of the day. So I, I feel blessed that, that I've taken this path and I'm here now. Okay, Scott. So, um, why don't we talk a little bit about Madison? You refer to CCS and, uh, your firm managing a not-for-profit, but um, uh, Gary Price, uh, I know Gary, I've known him for a long time, and you talk about the opportunity that, opportunity that, that you had with Gary uh, and kind of break it into the industry, but uh, can you talk a little bit about your company, Madison? Yeah, so so although I serve as executive director of, of CCS, um, in, in the background, I'm a co-owner of a company called Madison, um, and Madison is basically, it's an association management company. So the concept is that uh, we have several nonprofit organizations that are our clients. And those nonprofit organizations are able to uh, share in staff resources. And it, we're sort of similar to Safety Management Group where, where we are a staffing solution. Um, but the way we, we operate is, you know, if you think about a nonprofit organization that has a budget that could maybe afford one executive director, uh, then tasking that person with trying to do everything from opening the mail to keeping the books to being the executive director and so on and so forth, that that's a rare person to, to find that, that is interested in that skill set and would want to do that. So what we offer is we offer a staff of people that have all kinds of different talents and skills. And so we're able to bring... Um, those people to the table and contract with with organizations and and by doing so uh you know the association in return gets several staff members uh that can do different things uh for for that organization you know if you think about everything it takes to run a business and all the overhead that goes along with that it, it really helps nonprofits uh limit their overhead when it comes to staffing uh, and at the same time, get get more bang for your buck, so to speak. Gotcha. So we so we uh, manage groups, and, and I won't name them all, but I'll I'll name a few. Uh, we focus a lot on the construction industry. So we have worked with the Indiana Subcontractors Association. We work with the Indiana Construction Roundtable. Uh, the Indiana Construction Roundtable Foundation is is a spinoff of that. Those. Those two organizations, ICR is, is a sister organization to um, CCS. They, they sort of grew up together. Um, they're both owner-focused mm -hmm. uh, in terms of membership. So it's the owners and their contractors working you know, towards a common, common goal. Uh, so those are very closely related. Uh, the foundation is, is a group that... 
uh, works on workforce development issues. And um, they, they work on marketing trades to the youth. We also work on um, bringing people that are looking to build a career, to build a skill uh, into the construction industry, people, adults that may not really have a skill at the moment or a career path and bringing them in uh, through a training program and a placement program. And, you know, we work with other organizations that are non-construction related, like the Indiana Water Environment Association, which is all the wastewater treatment plants in the state. And I, I could go through our list, but, sure, but sure. That, that gives you a flavor for what we do. Okay. Yeah. And we're connected there through, well, through all three, you, you mentioned the ISA, uh, the ICR and, um, CCS, which, uh, we've been active in all three of those groups. Um, and, uh, with respect to the coalition for construction safety, uh, I can take that all the way back to when I started with safety management group in 1998 and, uh, and just have, you know, it's pretty cool to see how that uh, organization has evolved over 20 years, you know, and um, so why don't you, uh, why don't we just jump right into CCS? Uh, maybe you can give us an overview, uh, how our listeners can connect to CCS and um, just the history. Okay, sure. Well, I, I would first start out by you know, s- stating that Safety Management Group has has been there, you know, since the inception of, of mix back in the day and our, our name changed to CCS. Um, and honestly, before day one, uh, safety management group, it was, was part of the leadership that helped develop the organization to begin with. So we've been lifelong partners, so to speak, and, and have grown up together over the years. Um, you know, CCS was originally formed back when Eli Lilly, was changing into an owner-controlled insurance program in OSIP and was working with Pillar Group. Uh, and, and through that that work, uh, Safety Management Group was was formed in 1990. Now, I wasn't around then, so I <clears throat> may be a little fuzzy yeah. on the history, but that's kind of the, sure. the concept, right? So, um, you know, Lilly really wanted to uh, make an impact uh, with the world-class image they were trying to project, but also, you know, in OSIP, you know, the company can save money uh, by sure. by preventing injuries and incidents from occurring. So they they went into it uh, with, with the idea of that, but at the same time, it was going to be pretty hard for them to go in alone because back, back 25 years ago, safety and the culture around safety and and just what was going on in the industry was was not what it is today and and so lily really needed to go out along with partners like safety management group uh and and find other owners that had a similar passion or similar interest in creating a better safety culture and uh, performance and the other thing is, too, they, they went out and I think they looked for owners that shared like contractors. And so that all kind of culminated with a, a group of people coming up with some seed money, hiring my predecessor, Gary Price, and getting this group called the Metro Indianapolis Coalition for Construction Safety started so that not just one owner was going in and trying to force this this uh, culture and this change 
but but a group of people. And so that that's really where CCS was formed uh, in 1992. And, um, you know, from there, uh, the, you, you guys have had so many people involved. I mean, sure. you yourself are a board member right now. We've had uh, Kent Burgett, Jesse Brazel, Ron Hansen, all kinds of people. There's several sure. that I can't even name. Right. But right. You guys yeah. have been an integral part of, of, of what we've been about and how we've accomplished things. So over the years, um, uh, the group has evolved, right? And one of the recent changes is moving from MIX, uh, the Metro Indianapolis Coalition for Construction Safety, to uh, CCS. So um, talk a little bit, a little bit about the name change and, and why, why the name change. Okay. So I, it's pretty simple, really, at the end of the day, why we changed the name, but you know, the general idea is that our, our membership um, and the services that we provide had outgrown our name, right? And so it, it was a tough uh, process to get from Mix to CCS uh, because Mix, you know, as we found through our market research and brand research, Mix was a very strong brand and, and very proud of what, what that brand has you know, what we built and what, what that's meant over time. But, you know, our board in, in January of 2016 uh, made the decision to go ahead and, and drop the, the MI. And, you know, we even tried uh, these intermediate steps, you know, <laughs> where, where we, we didn't say Metro Indianapolis. You know, it was like KFC instead of Kentucky Fried Chicken. But right. it, just the more and more that we were trying to talk to our members in Lafayette or Evansville or – you know, we have, we have companies um, we're working with in the Carolinas. You know, the, the conversation just became more difficult uh, to, to, to have when that Metro Indianapolis was, was attached. So the board ultimately made um, the choice to drop the MI. Um, we went through uh, a, a pretty big process of rebranding and communicating out that new brand. Uh, we, we went through a logo change and color change in the whole nine yards. And, and my staff uh, just worked so hard and did such a great job on, on making that happen. And, and I think where we're at today, a couple of years later, uh, I, I myself catch myself saying mix. I, I still um, qualify CCS with mix half the time. Um, I, do, I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. natural to do, right? Um, but our board members, our members, uh, I, I've been happy that it's really caught on, and, and people are um, uh, are certainly referring to the association now as that. And I, I think it's just it's it's cool uh, because we we really have gone through a strategic process of going from, um, you know, the rebranding to setting ourselves up to go wherever our members go, uh, sort of, uh, I, I say safety without borders. Uh, we, we really need to serve the, the stakeholders within our group, wherever they go. And so we've gone through that process now, and now we're looking at, okay, how do we expand geographically in a way that, um, is going to benefit our current stakeholders. And, you know, the, the one thing about 
the one thing I'm so excited about with this expansion and rebranding is that CCS is is defined by the IRS as a charitable organization. So it, it is for the good of humanity. Uh, it, it's not necessarily considered a trade organization. And I point that out because this is about impacting lives and saving lives and, and reducing and eliminating injuries. It's not about this company or that company and their personal interest. Um, safety is 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 for everybody and it, it's 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 uh um you know there's no uh confidentiality stake in it or anything like that right so the idea of taking what we have built here in indiana and in the midwest somewhere else and taking that culture and making an impact where our members are in other places is exciting to me because I do think that there's a lot of places around the nation that could really use a culture and, and a coalition like like we've built here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I um, uh, a couple of weeks ago I had uh, Tony Sykes on with uh, Eli Lilly and we were talking about kind of the early uh, uh, early uh, stages of contractor safety management in uh, kind of central Indiana, right? And the first thing you go to is mix, right? And some of the owners that were involved. Uh, so I think that's, I think that's cool that um, you're trying to, the message of safety without borders, I think that's spot on. And, um, and uh, the programs and things um, that uh, CCS offers its membership, uh, yeah, they're 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 excellent, and um, I think that's where we need to go next. So why don't we talk a little bit about um, the programs, uh, the services, your staff, and and um, the things that you offer at CCS? Okay, well, and I'll set that up a little bit with reminding uh, people that you know within the name we we have the word coalition, and you know coalition is defined as uh, you know, basically a group of people that come together to achieve a common goal. So the whole idea of this organization is for the industry and all the parts of the industry, not just the owners, but their contractors, design professionals, service providers, all coming together to define expectations and standards and what we want this all to become. And, and so I think that's important to point out when, when you get into talking about, uh, you know, an organization, it's, it's not just Scott Grimes sitting behind a curtain, making all this up. It, it's the, this organization, maybe more so than any organization is truly the volunteers coming together and making, making this, this stuff go. Um, CCS is a membership-based organization, uh, so it's a corporate membership-based based group. Uh, so safety management group joins, safety management group's employees are all considered members. Um, right now we have uh, roughly a little over 300 corporate members. Um, it's a little complicated. We're going through a transition right now. Uh, where that that number should increase quite a bit. Uh, and, and I can kind of talk about that a little bit, but it involves the companies that are part of our programs and services that, that may not be members, but but for some reason they're they're involved with that. 
uh, we're, we're kind of condensing that all down into one. Um, but, you know, the, we have several flagship um, programs, but our, our buckets are education, networking, um, we have recognition, and then we have our programs and services. And, you know, the board, when, when we're looking at developing something or we're looking at launching something new or, or just repeating what we've done um, on an ongoing basis, we really look to make sure it fits in one of those four buckets. And so uh, without going into a, a lot of detail, uh, you know, I can kind of explain those, those different buckets. So, you know, with, with the recognition component, we have our awards program and celebration. Uh, that's been around pretty much as long as the organization has existed. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people know us just from that. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a big program. It's it, there's a lot of people that attend it. it it's a very prestigious um, awards uh, celebration where. You know, the, the big, kind of the big award is the Excellence in Safety Crystal Eagle Award, um, which which is a corporate award given to companies that uh, uh, show the highest level of uh, safety performance over the past year. Um, we have uh, recognition for craftspeople and uh, outstanding projects, which I think Safety Management Group has certainly been a part of some of those awards. We've, yeah, we've been we've been fortunate to be on projects that were recognized for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, zero injury awards, uh, which I think are pretty self-explanatory. We we launched a new award, a uh, safety innovation award, uh, recently, and that that's been neat to to just kind of highlight a company that's really doing something new and and innovative uh, to you know change the industry not remain complacent with what they've been doing and, and what's been working um the bernie mcginnis award which is is given to a person that sort of a lifetime achievement award but somebody that's just made a huge impact sure. on safety in the industry and um you know that it, it's it's a it it really has evolved over the, last year we we changed it up uh, quite a bit to make it more of, you know, get away from the old kind of banquet type, uh, type atmosphere into more of a, a celebration of, of all these great things, uh, companies are doing and the achievements that are being made. These are, uh, if you think about an award show, right? How many attendees? I mean, it depends on the year, but I would say, um, you know, we probably have 800, 800. Yeah. And it's like the Oscars of safety awards. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's, it's a cool event. Uh, we've, we've been fortunate to, to sponsor it. Uh, we, we were the premier sponsor the past couple of years. Um, one of the things I really like about this event is the recognition for the craftsperson. Um, you know, where, uh, companies can recognize their, you know, uh, the, the men and women that are, out, that are out in the field, you know, putting the work in every day. Um, so I think I, I like that award. I, I, they're all great awards that it's an, it's a great event. Um, so, um, what about judging, I guess, can you talk a little bit about the judging and how that works for the awards? 
Yeah, so so certain awards that we have are, uh, again, it's not somebody behind this magic curtain making this decision. It's it's uh, peers within the the community within the construction industry that that are making these evaluations and decisions. And I will say that we call it an awards program because it's a program. It's not just one day in time. Um, we uh, we have a process that companies go through. A submission process and then we we do job site inspections with with this process uh, safety management group has been you know just very generous in time and offering inspection inspectors for that which has been wonderful um, we also uh, you know there there's a scoring mechanism we collect data all kinds sure. of stuff and at the end of the day the output is uh, is you know the judges look at this uh, all this material, and we have judges, and it, it's varied over the years as to who that is. But we've had retired people that uh, have been involved with the organization, but but are retired, so their bias is sort of gone from whatever company they're working for. We also uh, partner and have done so for many years now. Uh, partner with a group out of Oregon. Uh, called the Portland, um, uh, I'm going to mistake the name here, but the Portland Construction Partnership, Safety Partnership, something of that nature. Um, but they're based out of Oregon, and uh, they, they that's really neat because we have, you know, companies that don't compete against each other evaluating each other sure. um, and, and offering, you know, their feedback. So the awards program... Um the entire process starts in really January, right? And then it yeah. culminates into a, uh, the event in May, the, the awards event. Correct. And one of the things we're uh, really more focused on is, is getting it aligned with uh, Safety Week and, and making uh, not just a day in May where, where some people come together for a celebration, but a lead up to that, because it's not just the people that come to that celebration. It's, sure. it's all the crafts people on job sites. So we, we've started to hold luncheons on job sites, um, where we recognize the people that have fallen, you know, in the industry, it's important to recognize those people and, and talk about the need to, keep this movement going, this coalition going, and, and our minds are, should always be on uh, safety best practices so that that doesn't happen to people. And, and then, of course, you know, celebrate what we're doing. Um, and, and we're looking at some other activities participating in, in uh, you know, BMWC and uh, Crystal Clean have an event uh, that we participate in and, and some other things like that. Yep. Okay, great. Um, so what about some of the other um, offerings uh, provided by CCS? I know uh, education, uh, there's a lot of events around education, the Safety Directors Council, um, roundtables, the annual town hall meetings. Can you talk a, a little bit about uh, those events and uh, how uh, you know safety professionals locally or outside the area, construction, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be a safety professional, right? It could be anyone that's uh, serving in a, a capacity uh, in the industry. So 
Uh, can you talk about some of those events and uh, what, what they have to offer? And I, I think that's a really good point. Safety is not just the safety director. Um, it, it, it includes everybody. So we do try to, uh, our educational outreach committee uh, and our safety directors committee are, are the two committees that really produce a lot of the education. Uh, so along with staff, we try to come up with different topics that fit different uh, groups of people, whether that be CEOs or safety directors or, or what have you. And so, as Randy mentioned, or as you mentioned, um, we have our monthly safety director forums. Uh, these <coughs> currently, uh, you know, and we're through, we're going through this geographical transition, right? So currently they're, they're held in person and, um, they're, they're just various topics that are sort of hot button issues. Uh, but it's a chance for safety directors and others to get together and, and talk about best practices and, and new things going on in the industry. Um, we do have quarterly roundtables, uh, and these, these are typically a little bit longer half day type events. And the idea is to, to have an educational part of it, but also have a peer to peer sharing, uh, part of it. And so we do do those quarterly. Uh, we have an annual town town hall, um, where the past few years we brought in, a um, a speaker, you know, mm-hmm. a paid speaker. Uh, those have been well attended. And we also try to give kind of an update of what's, what's going on with CCS strategically, uh, just to keep the members apprised. Um, we've started the safety um, train supervisor in construction, STSC. That's, that's the offer through the Board of Certified Safety Professionals, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who actually uh, just moved... Uh, couple blocks away yeah. from our office so it's what, last nice. year or? yeah yeah last year yeah, yeah it's been nice um but we offer the prep course a couple times a year and mm-hmm. so we've added that as a best practice also to the uh, safety certification program uh that that i can talk about here in a second but sure. um that's been well received and well attended and we've actually had you know a lot of people that have taken that course have have already taken the test and and graduated with that certification so so do you want to hit on that for a minute maybe the certification can you talk a little bit about what that is well so the idea of STSC is to to get those project managers those superintendents those those people uh, even foremen that are are immediately connected to the labor force on projects that might have boots on the ground a little bit more than, than some of the other people through a, a course that, you know, a lot of times, um, people are good at their job skill or, or, you know, they're a great project manager, but when it comes to the soft skills on approaching somebody relative to safety or just understanding, um, understanding job hazard analysis and just all those things that they really need to understand outside of their project management job. Right. Um, that's what that course is about. Uh, and, and what we find is a lot of those folks don't have that specific training. They're, they're getting it either just by doing 
or they're getting it through their safety director feeding that to the rest of their company. But this actually gets the the safety or the the uh, supervisors directly engaged with with that material. Gotcha. So yeah. it's um, how long is that class? Do you know? We are able to do it in two days. Two days. Okay. Yeah, and Good. we our current trainer is sort of the guru of um, of STSC, STSC. and okay. and Good. and he worked for AACOM and. Uh, now does does this training, and so we bring them in, and and the the people just get a lot out of it. Sure. Yep. So we have um, you you mentioned the training classes, the courses, and and then you're tying that into you talked about expanding outside the borders, right, of of Indiana. So how what how what are you doing to address the uh, the offerings there? How how are you going to take that and um, offer that outside of of the area? Okay, so so you know we're we're kind of working through that, but there there's some various strategies. I think uh, one thing that has got to be done eventually is to create these. So so strategically, when you look at geographical expansion, we are looking at places where we have a large concentration of companies, right? So we do need to have the the grassroots, in person type. Um, session so looking at you know the safety directors committee if they could create sort of a overall curriculum and then duplicate that um, amongst these various areas i think that's a long-term strategy but we also can use technology right so we can reach people through podcasts we can reach people through webinars um there's talk of and this is probably a little little yeah. early and somebody might slap me, but, um, <laughs> there's talk of creating regional conferences, uh, and, and sort of rotating around, um, those hot spots okay. eventually. So th- those are some ways I, I can't say today we're, we're doing that, but right. there's, there's a lot of, uh, deliberation and formulation going on, on, on how we're going to proceed with that here in the the near future. Okay. Uh, one of the things I know, um, you know, being active on the board, one of the things that, uh, the group's working on is the kind of standardized safety orientation. And, um, Mm -hmm. maybe for, for our local listeners, what, can you talk a little bit about progress with that and, and how that's coming along? So kind of the, the larger picture for several years, the board in a task force has been working on a way to affect the quality of training and the accountability of training. So, so groups like Safety Management Group, you guys have well-defined curriculums and, and well-thought-out programs, and your, your people have been trained to train and all that. But generally speaking, in the industry there's you know training is all over the board uh from when you look at how it's delivered to how it's tracked and and maintained and so and and as we all know training is one of the most important thing you know education is gold and and so training is gold when it comes to preventing things from happening and so overall what we're trying to do is affect the quality of training 
and the accountability of training. So we've launched what we're, what we're calling the training verification program. And so at this point, we're collecting training data. Um, and it, it, it includes the course that they took, uh, who trained them, when they got trained, and the material that they were trained with. And right now, we're just collecting all this stuff. And the idea is that we are creating a resume uh, in a database online that's accessible by owners and employers to manage all this this information. Um, One thing that has come up is owner and general contractor controlling contractor orientations on job sites. And so what's come up about that is that one of two things number one there's a lot of duplication going on that people people in our organization feel like we can uh, make a lot more efficient Uh, and and there's various things that go along with you know benefits i guess to efficiency obviously getting people trained before they get to the site and then you know cutting down maybe on the amount of hours that that are being spent but still you know effective training but also um you know it it becomes almost mind-numbing for somebody to go to the same orientation over and over again you know time after time and so we want to make it quality training uh that that's efficient and effective and and so this whole concept of CCS is, is trying to create shared resources and, and centralize those uh, so that everybody can share in what's being developed. And so the, the standard safety orientation is, is being developed to affect that, but it's also being developed as a resource for all those general contractors, all those owners, whoever, it can be for anybody really that don't have any orientation resource. And, you know, the, the lilies of the world have, have a, have a great program. And, you know, if that didn't change, that would be great. Mm -hmm. You know, that's fine. But, you know, there, there's so many places and and even some of our members that don't have that resource and would love to have that. And so we've collected a lot of curriculum. Um, You know, you guys have offered, you know, some, some things up, we've collected owner curriculum, we've collected general contractor curriculum, uh, other places as well. And we're, we have a team right now working to sort of put that all, you know, mash it all together and come up with a master uh, curriculum. And then the next step is creating an online resource and a, and an in-person resource. Uh, But we need to do some fundraising uh, and get some seed money to to get that done to do that yeah okay uh you mentioned earlier the certification uh, uh program and i want to dive into that now um that was one of the f- i think that was the first committee that i served on on, on uh, ccs uh, years ago i'm thinking that dates back to now probably was that early 2000 when that started that program 2001 or two the certification program or that sounds about right I, I came on in late 2005 and and I kind of came in on 
certification program 1.0 and i think it had been going for a couple years but but obviously it took several years to develop before it got there so that's probably about right yeah so i think one of the myths about certification that is that it's a you know it's a pre-qualification program right it's much more than that so can you talk a little bit about the certification program and um what uh, benefits uh, companies um, outside of the pre-qualification piece which i think that's the very entry-level piece of that but what else uh what is what really is the certification program and and uh, what benefits if i'm a contractor or an owner okay so the the certification program is actually a a pretty sophisticated program these days and and has a lot of different facets but the the original intent was for the industry to come together and create uh, sort of a, a roadmap and a, and a Bible um, for a world-class safety program, okay? And so the kind of the back end, the backbones framework for this uh, program is a list of um, minimum criteria and best practices uh, that a company should implement or could implement to um, have this this great written safety program. So yes, it can be used as a pre-qualification tool and that's a great benefit uh, for, for an end user uh, or a contractor if they're, they're subcontracting work. But I like this program more so because it takes a company uh, through the process of uh, looking through their program uh, a lot of companies uh, use it to get organized you know they kind of have bits and pieces all over the place missing some things here and there but but if you follow this roadmap this framework and you put things in in the right order um, it's going to come out the other other end a little bit better and so uh, you know from a contractor standpoint they basically go through a process of, of an application process where we get some information on their uh, type of work. That activates a lot of stuff on, on the other side because you know a painter, a painting company is going to have a lot different requirement than a steel erector, for instance. So being able to uh, tailor the criteria to to their application process. So once that's done, a contractor goes through and references where everything is in their safety program uh, according to our our criteria. Once that's done, our safety director um, reviews that uh, and compares it to our minimum criteria and best practices. And the outcome is a score uh, but also feedback. So along the way, and, and I do want to mention on the side, um, we have had a great partnership with Safety Management Group sure. uh, doing our reviews and audits and, and other other firms as well. Uh, recently, we hired an internal person, a safety director, uh, to, to do these reviews and, and audits. And, you know, what, what we're trying to get better at and do a better job of is educating these contractors through the process and you know giving them 
feedback and pointing out where resources might exist for them to make their program better. Um, and so that's part of the process. And I think there's so much value, way more than, than the fee that, that they pay. And I do hear a lot of contractors. I mean, it takes them upfront time to do, but you know, the, the effect of, of, of that is that they're more organized. They understand their program better and, and they're able to then implement, you know, what they have written. And so, so that's the last piece, right? The, we, we review the program and then after that we actually go audit the records to show, you know, the proof is in the put, you know, that, that they are doing what they said they, they were going to do. And, and that has a score and that has feedback associated with it. So at the end of the day, then it becomes a benchmarking tool, a learning tool for the contractor. And, you know, we can't, we can't forget about the pre-qualification piece. So, sure. you know, owners and, and contractors uh, are utilizing this system as a way to uh, have us reviewing a company's safety program thoroughly and uh you know they they will fall into some different categories qualified certified um those categories and and through that if they meet a certain threshold then then they're pre-qualified for an owner and or a contractor and and that has that has great value as well um because we're getting uh we're getting that kind of stuff out of the way and out of the hands of of um, the owners and contractors, so that they can, you know, worry about worry about in the field and 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 you know the boots on the ground type stuff. Um, but it also goes back to this whole idea of sharing as a community um, in this pool of people that have already been evaluated. So um, if company a goes into the program and we evaluate them all of our own members can see that that one company and share in that um evaluation evaluation information so you mentioned uh your safety director gary martin and uh gary i'm sure um i'm a small contractor and i need some help you know in this area of the certification program they can probably pick the phone up and give him a call say hey what's it what, how's he helping people absolutely uh he you know he's it's a it's a newer <laughs> position and and it you know it's it's i guess kind of a little bit ironic that ccs has not have a, had a safety director until 25 years into it right <laughs> but but we've we've had such we've had great partners yeah a lot of partners, you know sure. and we still do and and that's not going to change but the you know gary's role gary has a experience working for all sides of the equation. So he's he's been a safety consultant. He's worked on owner's side. He's worked on a contractor side, big, small, you name it. And it's it's a newer resource that we have. Uh, first and foremost, we want him to be an educational resource for our members. Uh, so of course, yes, they can pick up the phone, email him, whatever, and he's going to talk them through whatever questions they have. I think his biggest opportunity for interaction is through the certification program. So 
he's able to really get a good idea very quickly of a company's um, understanding of their program. And, you know, there's so many, there's so much involved with, with our framework and roadmap that he could focus on one area or he could focus on many, but it's really just a coaching, uh, coaching type setup where he's able to call them and say, Hey, here's what this means. Here's a place, you know, here's a resource, here's a consultant, whatever to go find that and, and make it better. And what we've seen already is, uh, you know, I do want to just, you know, let everybody know we're not writing their programs for them, right? <laughs> we are right. not the we're not playing we both sides here. So I can't go out to your website and find a free policy yeah. on uh, ladder safety. Or <laughs> right, right. So we're not doing that, but we are educating and coaching. And so, right. <laughs> um, what we have seen already is he has helped take companies from participating to to a different level simply by educating them on best practices and, and, and things of that nature. Um, he's been issuing, um, you know, if there's an OSHA change or something of that nature, uh, he's been issuing memos to um, alert our members. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've, we've done some other alerts with, with cold weather announcements and things like that. Um, he's helping a lot behind the scenes with, uh, just kind of uh, educational ideas. So, so he's in he's in the weeds in these programs all the time, right? So he's able to say, hey, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of issues with X, Y, Z. I think we should do a memo. We should do a webinar. We should do a do a forum on this. Uh, so that that's been very helpful. But you know, we we really have a a, a great resource on our hands that I hope members you know, utilize. Sure. You know, one of the things, I don't think you touched on it, but as far as training goes, I know, um, I was thinking that CCS, they offer, you offer, a um, toolbox talk subscription or a monthly as part of the membership. Isn't there's some availability, availability there for, uh, for members to obtain a toolbox training? Yeah, absolutely. So every member, um, is offered, monthly a toolbox talk uh and and it's sort of programmed out depending on the season or or you know maybe there's a certain time that you know a particular topic should come up um but it's it's tailor-made to them um and you know they they should be receiving those every month and and we've heard a lot of great feedback there because it uh it's a resource that somebody has to spend time developing and you know after after a while i think it gets harder and harder to develop those resources you start to uh you know maybe run out of ideas at least sure. in your head right so this is a chance for us to to share something that's fairly easy to produce um to all of our members okay scott so the last thing i wanted to hit on uh, relative to ccs was uh of all the programs uh, that uh, CCS has implemented over the years, what do you think's uh, made the biggest impact on the industry? Well, the substance abuse program, I think, has 
made a significant impact uh, on the industry. And, and I think it was a very uh, large impact very quickly. Uh, the substance abuse program was started uh, as, as the first real program um, outside of the awards program that the organization started. And there was a recognition that most accidents were occurring because, or at least the theory, I guess, uh, of substance abuse and alcohol <clears throat> abuse on job sites. Um, you know, it, it started off as a model program. Uh, eventually, there was a lot of work and collaboration to get uh, union programs and, and the ABC program on board with, with what we were doing. So we, we created reciprocal program agreements. So now we have this, this sort of umbrella uh, of a lot of different programs under one, one house. It's grown to uh, a program that has about 200,000 worker records in it. Wow. And at any one given time, uh, you know, there's a percent of that, that that's active. But, you know, the, the, the thing with that program is, you know, substance abuse and alcohol is still the number one reason for accidents, not even just in construction, but just generally uh, across the board. And, and it's one of those things that's easily implemented and uh, can have a, a lot of impact on eliminating that hazard uh, from from the job site. Okay. Um, I wanted to uh, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, I know you mentioned early on that um, you didn't grow up in the construction industry, but I know you have a couple, at least one story to share relative to being in the safety trenches. And how does that story relate to what you're doing now and how you look at things? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, I have a couple and it's going to make me sound like, like I'm a, a goofball, I guess. But, um, you know, back in college and everybody had college jobs and a lot, a lot of people in, in high, you know, late in their high school career, more so in college did have construction jobs in the summer. And, and so a lot of people can probably relate to this. And, and it was a while ago it was probably back when you know, mix is getting started. Right. But I, I actually worked for a millwright for a short time. And I, I do say a short period of time. Um, it, it was a dangerous job and we were basically taking old machines out of factories, loading them onto flatbed semis and, and hauling them off and then cleaning up the, the aftermath. And of course I had no formal training. I was just jumping right into this, but, uh, I remember my safety orientation. It was literally two minutes walking around the shop uh, of this company. And basically the guy said to me, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't touch that. And then he showed me his hand and his hand was missing a finger and he said, or this is gonna happen to you. Hmm. Funny thing is, I never worked one day in that shop. That was the only time I was ever in the shop. So my safety orientation was literally useless. Right. Yeah, but you know, I, could have hurt myself so bad in that job. I mean, I, I slipped on grease, fell onto the concrete. Um, I ground steel down without, you know, a mask over my face, hard telling what I have now because, of that. <laughs> but, um, you know, just, you know, 
putting 20 ton machines on flatbeds with a jack on each side you know i don't even know if that's that's a legitimate way of doing that but it's sure when i look back uh i can't believe that happened so i just i I look back at, at that employer and i just i cannot believe they operated that way and i cannot you know, I just wonder how many injuries and fatalities they had and they're not in business now. So, so I don't know, but you know, I think that supports everything we, you know, have talked about in a way, you know, in kind of a nutshell, because I'm not saying all companies operate this way, but I'm sure that that's still happening. And and it's just scary that that's happening. So when I reflect on that experience and other experiences that I have, what motivates me in my job with CCS is making sure that we're finding ways to support companies not operating in that, that capacity, but, but putting safety as the priority and fully educating their employees um, before they ever touch a job site because that certainly was not handled properly with me and sure. it could have resulted in something horrible happening. Yeah, it's yeah. Un- we've made we've made strides. We've come a long way, uh, but unfortunately, you know, I think there that's still out there, you know, and we still have to, um, you know, figure out ways to to reach those folks that are, you know, um, that are still working in that capacity and and uh, providing that, you know, basically not providing any type of uh, leadership or or training in those areas uh, to prevent those types of accidents and. Um, I want to uh, uh, I want to hit one area that we didn't touch on, um, one association that was kind of born out of CCS, and I think it's very mm-hmm. important to mention the Construction Family Assistance Foundation. So, can you hit on that quickly? Yeah. So, the Construction Family Assistance Foundation is is an organization that was set up to provide financial assistance to families that have been affected by a life changing um, incident. Uh, a lot of times it ends up being a fatality, unfortunately, but there's also been instances where, you know, somebody's just been affected for life. They're, they're not going to be able to go back to work. They have a disability now, and and it changes their life uh, completely. And the idea with the organization is to be a stopgap between um, insurance and all that kinds of, you know, so when that happens, when that incident happens, they're pay check immediately stops uh and and they're they're left with this hole so the the money that is given to these families is for anything i mean it could be to pay their mortgage uh buy groceries whatever and um this was started through mix as a committee and it was it was something that people identified as you know, hey, we're, we're all about preventing this from happening, but it's still happening. And there's this problem that exists out there where these, these folks are just left, you know, to fend for themselves for a while. And, and maybe we can be a stopgap for those that need that help. And uh, so a few years ago, and I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, this is one of my uh, prouder career moments that, that I was part of starting this along with Steve Hodgson with Worcester and Dave sure. Ford and, and some other folks um, that that really got it going. And um, we have a great board now. I actually work, you know, it's one of our clients that, that I work with now. And uh, we have a great board. We've given out tens of thousands of dollars 
safety management group uh, has been a wonderful um, donor uh, at, at the highest level for that organization. And actually, Jesse Brazel is the, the current president of CFA, so that you guys are very involved with that, and it's it's been a wonderful organization so far. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're blessed to be a part of that. And uh, Jesse yeah, is uh, one of our business partners here and um, uh, definitely uh, a, a group that when we heard of it um, and learned more about it, we definitely wanted to be a part of and support. So um, I want to maybe close here. I know we've covered a lot of information, but um, if we talk about leadership, uh, safety leadership, uh, pie in the sky for CCS, uh, what do you want to leave the audience with? If, if you could leave them with one thing. So historically, nonprofits, you know, have shaped the U.S. Uh, in, in many respects and, and internationally as well. I mean, you think about different groups like the American Medical Association, ACLU, zoos, you know, all kinds of things have, have helped to shape um, the world we live in. And that, that is how we have utilized CCS in, in a certain capacity. But, you know, pie in the sky is, is ultimate collaboration and, and doing this on a large scale so that we can p- impact every worker, no matter where they're working, because people do work in different different places. And, and so obviously the pie in the sky is to get as many owners and contractors under our umbrella working towards the same cause. Um, you know, many people are always going to be stronger than, than just one. And, you know, I think as, as leaders, we need to encourage those folks that aren't part of, of this coalition. Um, this is about serving something bigger than yourself. Uh, this is, you know, I referred to earlier, safety is, you know, it's not proprietary. This, you know, we are only as good as the least safe person on our job site. And it's important that that we get involved in, in groups like this. Uh, obviously, sure. I want everybody involved in this group. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, you know, working together to find solutions and education and all those things that um, can can help get us to zero. Yeah. Because that's where we're that's where we need to be. Well, Scott, I, I really want to thank you for coming in today. Um, we've covered a ton of information. Uh, check out CCS, uh, Coalition for Construction Safety. Check them out online. Great organization. We've been fortunate and blessed to be a part of it. Uh, Scott, it's time for you to name your episode. Together, we can make an impact. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you for the opportunity. Thank you, Scott. Thank you.